Welcome to the Strong Men, Strong Marriages podcast. Here we are on a mission to get strong, get attractive, and get the marriage of our dreams. I'm your host, Mike Frazier. Let's do this. All right, men, welcome to today's episode of Strong Men, Strong Marriages, New Year's resolutions, pros and cons. So a lot of times for the new year, we want to set goals. We're excited. We want to get some stuff done. Um, but I want to talk about some potential issues with that <laughs> and why you probably will still want to set New Year's resolutions, but maybe in a different way than you have before. So my name is Mike Frazier, MD, and I help high achieving men have more intimate marriages. So New Year's goals right? Popular time, make changes in your life. These can be physical goals. Maybe you want to get more in shape. Maybe financially you have some goals. Maybe mentally you want to read a certain number of books or um, that kind of thing with your heart socially. Maybe you want to spend more time with friends or family. Spiritually, maybe you want to read a certain amount of scriptures. You want to read the Bible this year. You want to explore other religions. Uh, You want to just focus more in on your purpose, whatever, right? What I've seen from myself and people that I work with is people tend to do one of three things when they make New Year's resolutions. So one is to not really set any goals so you're not disappointed, okay? This is not the high achievers way, so people listening to this podcast, that's probably not really you. You you probably fall into one of these other ones. So you kind of go overboard, right? You set too many goals or too big of goals, right? Then you get overwhelmed and then you don't really do them or you don't accomplish them. And then you beat yourself up that you didn't get them. Okay. So I used to do this with my business a lot. I'd said, I'd, I'd set these really big income goals and just be like so mad when I didn't get them, right? At myself, at the universe, at everything, right? Or even like spiritually, oh, I want to talk to my kids this much and, and this much time, right? Everything was like too much. I had like big goals in body, mind, heart, and spirit that were really, really high. Okay. And then I wouldn't get them. And I'd be like, yeah, or I just kind of, you know, walk away from them say, well, maybe I didn't mean those as much or whatever, but really behind it, I was feeling bad that I didn't achieve them. The other way, right? So one, don't set any, two, set too many. And then three, get really hyper-focused on a goal, right? And then you accomplish it. Okay. So maybe that's with your business. Maybe that's with your kids. Maybe that's with church, with whatever, right? So you set this goal, you accomplish it. But then you kind of feel let down, right? Because it didn't quite give you what you were hoping for. You were hoping to feel totally satisfied, right? But really it was just kind of on to the next thing, right? On to the next goal, okay? I didn't quite feel as good as I hoped I would. Now it's on to the next. Maybe I need to make more money. Maybe I need to spend more time. Maybe we need to have more sex, my wife and I, right? So here's the big problem with goal setting, Okay, for high achievers, a lot of times we've equated our sense of value as a person and our worth as a person to our ability to achieve certain results. Okay, so that might be in school, you know, growing up, if we got certain grades with work, right? If we accomplished certain things, like for me professionally, going through medical school and residency and all that, uh, with finances, you know, doing work in the community, whatever it is, right? We feel more valuable when we achieve more in these areas. Okay. And really it's kind of worked, right? We talked a couple weeks ago on the podcast about, it's like, there's this dog chasing you, right? There's this dog chasing you that 
I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. And so you're running and trying to accomplish these things. So you finally feel good enough and it does work. Like it is motivating. The problem is once you arrive there, that dog didn't go away, right? That dog is still chasing you. So, and that's why, you know, if we're getting our value from our accomplishments, it just never quite feels like enough. There's always the next goal. There's always that next amount of money. There's always that next, you know, promotion, whatever, right? So we get stuck. We get stuck comparing our achievements with other people, okay? Instead of getting our value from within, right, and looking outside, we're trying to get our value from outside in, okay? Again, instead of value going from inside and then going out to serve people, we're hoping that the outside can tell us that we are valuable through our accomplishments. So we look around, we say, well, you know, at least I'm making more money than that guy, or at least, you know, I'm going to church more than that guy or whatever, right? So we're, we're comparing, we're saying, oh, I'm better than these people. Or at the very least, right, we compare ourselves to our past self. Well, at least I did, I can lift more weight this year than last year, or I can run faster this year than last year. Now, as you get older, right, those physical things start causing some issues too, because maybe you're not faster than last year or, uh, you know, lifting more weight than last year or whatever. I think that's God's way of kind of like teaching us this lesson that like, if all you want is to be better, 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 better. And you can never be satisfied with where you're at. Like it's not sustainable. So, but again, when we're getting our value from the outside in, you know, we kind of think, well, as long as we're better than the people around us, or at least better than the past version of ourselves, we're okay. But if we have a setback, right, it's very hard. It's very hard. So I I joined a mastermind group uh, about a year ago to help grow my business. And most of the time. So this, this was, this was my mindset, right? Just a year or so ago, maybe it's two years now. I think it was a year, but I would set these gigantic goals. Oh, you know, this year I'm going to make 10 times what I made last year in my business. Right. And then I get really mad when I didn't reach those goals. Okay. I spent so much time comparing myself to the other people in that mastermind, right? Okay. Where do I rank in this mastermind? You kind of put how much money your business had made through the year. And so I would read through it, be like, okay, you know, as long as I'm not last, you know, that's okay. And then I'd like make excuses. Well, these other people that are making more, you know, they have this and this, and you know, that's why they're having more success than me. Right. So just trying to, you know, this one up mentality that I needed to be the best, right? I even told one of the, the people that I talked to in there, you know, I should be making the most money of anybody. That's how prideful I was. Right. So I'm not proud of that. That's not a good way to think, <laughs> but that's where I was not too long ago. So it really, it was miserable. Like I was not happy in that mastermind because I spent so much time comparing myself to other people. Even when I did have a big breakthrough, right. I make a lot more one month than the last someone would make even more. And then I feel bad again right? Because I was so based on, you know, my value, what I thought was meaningful, right? was just based on comparison so much, okay? So what would you say was the problem, right? We'll just take this mastermind example. What was the problem for me? What would you say? Okay, maybe another really good question here is who was I focused on? This is going to give you a really good clue, right? And what was my main goal? Okay. And why was that an issue? So to me, right, the problem was 
I was not focused on really helping anybody. I was focused on me looking a certain way. I was sure I wanted to help people, but more I wanted to like be the best in this group and be seen as, you know, really awesome and, you know, make lots of money for me. Right. So I was focused on me. What was my main goal? Make money for me so I could feel valuable, feel like I, you know, had achieved something that I set out to do. Right. Me, 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 me. And so I wasn't happy. Right. You can't, it's hard to be happy that way. So what do you need to do instead? Because this is an easy trap to fall into this comparison. Oh, you know, I've got to, I've got to be, you know, spiritually the the best, right? I've got to be reading my scriptures this way or being nice to people this way, or I've got to make this much money, or I've got to, you know, uh, be this fit and be able to do these things, right? So the way you get out of this is remember that your worth does not change based on what you do or do not do, okay? In other words, no matter what you do, your worth does not change. I like to use the example of your worth's like a $100 bill, right? And that $100 bill, that value doesn't change, right? No matter what, you can tear it apart. You can, well, not tear it apart, I guess, <laughs> but you can, you can crumple it up, right? You can rub dirt on it, but the value is still the same, okay? Your value doesn't change based on what you accomplish or do not accomplish, okay? Just remember that your, your value doesn't change. But even then, you're still kind of a little bit trapped because you're still focused on yourself. So the biggest thing you need to do, right, is when you're setting these goals for the new year, instead of focusing on the goal for yourself, right, you need to focus on the goal for something bigger than you or something outside of yourself. Okay, this is the key, right? Because look, if you're trying to earn your value by whatever you're doing, people can sense that. They don't really like it right? It doesn't really feel that good to you. But if you're out there and you say, Hey, look, like I have value and I want to use that value to bless others. Like that same hundred dollar bill example, right? If you have a hundred dollars, you can do lots of good things with that, or you can waste it, right? The value is the same, but like the way you use your gifts and talents, you know, that can do a lot of good. Okay. So you want to go out there, you say, Hey, look, I have value. I have certain gifts to offer the world. And I'm going to go out and do that. Right. So that is the solution, guys, more than anything else. Sure, go ahead and set goals, but don't make them just so, oh, I can look good and I can be better than last year. I can be better than my neighbor and my brother and whoever, right? It's no, like I won't have these goals, but they're for someone else, right? Or they're for something bigger than just me, okay? So Viktor Frankl in Man's Search for Meaning, he has this quote at the beginning, right? He So he wrote a lot of books and uh, Man's Search for Meaning, he almost published anonymously, Um but it was one that was really just sharing his experience, right? He just had other people in mind when he wrote it and it became his most successful book. And so he said this, for success like happiness cannot be pursued, it must ensue. And it only does so as the unintended side effect of one's personal dedication to a cause greater than oneself or as the byproduct of one's surrender to a person other than oneself. So guys, it's true, you know, we're successful and we're happy, right? When we're using those gifts that we have to bless other people, realizing we have that value and then going out in service to the people around us, okay? So, you know, some goals like fitness, you know, you could set your fitness goal to be like the best looking dad on the beach, right? That could be your goal. But one that will probably help you more, right, is to be there and be healthy for your grandkids, Okay. Cause again, it's, it's outward. It's a, it's not, 
you're, again, this inside out versus outside in with, I want to be the best looking one, right? Comparison that has to come from outside. Somebody has to tell you you're looking great, right? Versus inside out, which is look, I just want to feel healthy, right? So I can help people better. So I can spend time with my kids and enjoy time with them more. I sense the difference. One is sustainable, right? Because it comes from inside. One is not because you're constantly seeking that validation all the time, right? And then when you get it, you feel good for a second, but then you want more, right? And if you don't get it, you beat yourself up. Okay, that's the problem. So go ahead and set your business goal, but not just you can count your money like Scrooge, right? And go like swim in your gold coins, right? You want to set that goal so you can help a certain amount of people get a certain amount of results, right? So why does this work? Okay, goals, they take hard work. They do. If your motivation is selfish, you know, to prove yourself, it might work, right? You could have that dog chase and you might get it, but you're still going to feel empty when you reach that goal. And again, it's outside in. You're trying to get that validation from outside instead of feeling your worth inside. It just is not sustainable. It does not work. Okay, that's what the mosquito thing is all about, right? Is we're trying to have our wife tell us how good we are, right? That's why we're being nice to her. We're trying to get it from outside in and it just does not work. And in fact, people don't like it. Okay. So if your motivation is something bigger than you, this is another really important thing, right? If your motivation is to go out there and serve, you know, through your business or through your work or through your church or whatever, right? If that's the motivation, you can draw from a deeper source, right? So, um, you know, willpower, it's limited, right? We can kind of force ourselves through a little bit, but you know, and again, if it's outside in, we lose, if we're not getting that validation, we lose that motivation. Okay. But if that motivation is to serve, right. To bless the people around you in my belief, God and Jesus get behind you with that. Right. And now you've got this unlimited source of power to help you accomplish your goals. You have God, Jesus, the Holy spirit, right. They're there to help you accomplish those goals and they have limitless power. Okay. The other thing too, guys, we mentioned this, but people, they can sense your intentions. Okay. So they don't really want to give attention, appreciation, affection, or money to someone who doesn't really care about them. Okay. They don't want to give it to somebody who is out there trying to get it right. Trying to get that external validation, right? It's the mosquito mode. You're doing these things that seem nice, but really you're wanting something back for it. Okay. You're not really that concerned about them. You're concerned about yourself. Okay. People sense that and they don't like it. So it's, it's, it's funny, right? Sometimes I say the less you need it, the more you get it as far as attention, appreciation, and affection goes, right? The more you're actually concerned about the other person, right? You're doing things for them because you actually care, right? And you feel value within yourself and you want to use that value to bless the people around you. Guess what? That's exactly when people are going to give you attention, appreciation, affection, and real love because you love them first. You know, scriptures teach us that you know, we love God because God loved us first, right? So we're kind of emulating that same thing to the people around us. So what skills do you need to accomplish a goal? Now that we understand, okay, like the way I'm going to have more power to accomplish my goals is to not try to validate my sense of self-worth by reaching these goals because that's never going to work. Outside in doesn't work. I'm going to already know I have value and then set goals in order to serve the people around us. You do still need a certain number of skills, right? To do this. So let's take the example. Let's say you want to lose some weight this year. Okay. 
you want to start off with that why that's motivating and ideally outside of yourself, right? And I would call this spiritual strength that you have a motivation, right? It's not so I can finally feel good about who I am, right? It's, no, I want to lose weight so I can feel healthy, so I can be there for other people, so I can bless people around me more, right? That's spiritual strength. Okay. This is the real test, right? Is you need to be able to tolerate some uncomfortable emotions if you want to lose weight, okay? You need to be able to tolerate feeling hungry sometimes, probably without eating, right? And that's what I would call emotional strength. You also need to identify if you're eating to bury uncomfortable emotions. This is a lot of time what happens, right? We feel sad or we feel angry and we eat food as a way to feel better because we do feel better for a little bit. We just end up gaining weight, right? And we don't actually deal with that emotion. So instead, what we need to learn how to do is identify that emotion, let ourselves feel it, right? Take some breaths, name it, feel it, deal with it appropriately, right? And that's the core of what I call emotional strength. Being able to tolerate any emotion, that's emotional strength, okay? You also want to figure out if there are mental stories you're telling yourself that are getting in the way of you eating healthy and exercising. Maybe you just have this long-seated belief that, oh, I'm just an overweight person or, you know, oh, I just, you know, I can't do this. It doesn't work for me, right? All of that is going to get in your way of accomplishing results. So you need to figure out, do I have these stories that are getting in my way? Okay, so that's mental strength. And then you just need to eat right and exercise. You know, that's the physical things you need to do. And that's physical strength. So you need strength across all those areas. Now, uh, my cousin and I, we developed an app called Urge Processor that's going to help you kind of do this. So like you start off identifying, okay, let's say I want to eat less, right? I want to eat healthier. So you, you start off identifying why. Okay, I want to eat healthier so I can feel good and have good energy to bless people around me. Let's say that's your reason. So now that pops up. And now when you feel like eating, right, you have that urge to eat like a, a treat, let's say, you know, you go into this app, you say, okay, I'm having the urge to overeat. All right. And then it's going to say, okay, like find that emotion in your body. Where do you feel it? I feel it in my stomach. I feel it in my mouth, right? And I'm salivating, whatever. Uh, and then you just sit with it. You let it be there, right? And then it's going to take you through what we call the state fair model, which is the main tool we use. And it's going to just walk you through, okay, like, what am I thinking right now? How am I feeling? Okay. And at the end, if you're able to process that emotion, let's just say you want to do because you were stressed about something. So you're able to process that feeling of stress without eating a treat. You tap it, it celebrates for you. What you're trying to do is get to 100 times that you feel like eating a treat, but you don't do it. You just let yourself feel anxious without eating a treat. If you can do that, you're really going to be able to beat these bad habits. So again, urge process or app and get it in the app store or the Google play store. And uh, yeah, check it out as, as a tool you can use. Also, you know, it's not open right now. I'm going to open it at the end of January, but the strongman system is like the complete way to build this strength. And we have certain goals that we set again, not because we just want to show off or whatever, but because progressing and using their gifts that we have to you know, bless the people around us is a good thing to do, right? And to be in a group where you can do that and we can support each other is fun. Okay. That's what I wanted to be. It's just a fun place for guys who want a more intimate marriage to come in, learn the strengths and skills to be able to do that. Okay. That's what the strongman system is really about. And I'd love to have you as part of it. So in summary, if you're setting goals to prove yourself, right? You're either going to beat yourself up when you don't reach them, or you're going to feel unfulfilled when you do reach them. Because again, you're trying to get your value from the outside in. And it just doesn't work. It's not sustainable. So instead, you got to remember your value as a person is not influenced 
by anything that you do. Okay. You have inherent value. Okay. So I have that value and I'm going to use that value and the gifts I have to bless other people. Right. So you set goals for something bigger than yourself. Okay. Then you use spiritual, mental, emotional, and physical strength to reach those goals. Okay. So yeah, if your goals include breaking a bad habit, check out the Urge Processor app as a way to kind of use some of those tools. And then watch for the newest version of the Strongman System coming at the end of January. Love to have you in there. Again, it's just going to be fun, right? If you're a guy who wants more intimacy in his marriage and you understand that women are attracted to strength, okay, and you want to build your spiritual, mental, emotional, and physical and sexual strength so that you can have more intimacy in your marriage and have a fun time doing it, right? that's what the strongman system is about get in there build the strength to be to feel better about yourself to be more attractive to your wife and to have a more intimate marriage all right men stay strong we'll see you next episode i hope you enjoyed today's episode if you did please leave a review on itunes and share the episode with a friend so we can help create stronger men and stronger marriages across the world and If you're ready to take your strength training and your marriage to the next level, visit strongmenstrongmarriages.com to learn how. I'll see you there.